0: Yo, what's up guys? This is Dave with Dynasty Dorks. We're a year-round fantasy football podcast and we do dynasty and redraft content. Thanks for the follow. Good luck this week. Big shout out to Three Brothers Productions for the new video, um, adding my boys in there. Uh, Jeremy, how are so, you doing tonight, sir?
1: I'm doing. I am doing. No team, Nobody got injured on my fantasy team this he's week.
0: He's got some, uh, some issues with Pristine Auction out there, yeah, so one from Pristine yeah. Auction, if you're listening, Jeremy's not happy. He's <laughs> trying to get as much Javante Williams as he can, and you guys are, are preventing that.
1: That's true. And so, Neil Collins.
0: And Nico Collins. So, all right. So we want to start off with the, the the news of the day, which that Josh Jacobs is out. Earlier in the week, the news was Josh Jacobs is sidelined due to everything. Uh, <laughs> apparently everything hurt. Um, it made for some good memes and gifts. And the bottom line is he is not playing this weekend. And so, of course, Kenyon Drake smash all this stuff. And then about an hour or two ago, Peyton Barber was announced as the lead back. Is uh, that fact or fiction?
1: That is semi-fact. I'm going to say he's going to get used enough to annoy anybody who starts Kenyon Drake. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I this guy. Like right. Gruden loves to do this. Um, Josh Jacobs has always been kind of like immune to it just because he is he's a decent, he's a good back. You know what I mean? Our biggest knock has always been that he just doesn't get that workload. So I feel like he's been immune to the whole running back carousel that's there. So I liked Drake for a hot second. And now I feel like I'm a little worried because I feel like Barber's gonna get used in a way that like really hinders Drake's upside. So depending on I'd still start him depending on who I'm I'm not starting Peyton Barber, I can tell you that. But I just, yeah.
0: Um, you know, you, you want to flash this, uh, maybe flash this news out to your opponent and, uh, see if they go and, and pick them up as a landmine. Um, yeah. I mean, I was excited about Kenyon Drake. I put out a post earlier, uh, with the over under from uh, underdog and said to go do that. So, um, I, I'm still liking Drake, but not as much. And then as a Drake, um, shareholder. I'm not as excited because then the, the idea of just like, Hey man, you got Jacobs. It looks like you need Drake. I'll trade him to you. It's kind of out the window or at least a wet blanket is put on that value right now. Um, so yeah, just so that's that's the news. Let's go into the some some quick sponsors. I do want to give you guys an update on Real Reality Fantasy Football. So the uh, the rounds one through three episode is out. I also put out a video that just showed us show you all of the teams. Um, the only trade so far was me, of course. I'm a super active owner, um, so I traded uh, I traded Ronald Jones and Brandon Cooks for uh, Miles Gaskin and Evan Ingram. I wanted a solid RB three. I feel like I have good depth at receiver, so I got rid of Cooks. Um, he had a really good game, um, but Ronald Jones had a terrible game. So I, I feel okay about it. It's you can never have enough running backs, and this is a dealer's choice second flex. So every week it could be a different flex. You have a super flex week one, but the, whoever scores the most points picks the uh, position at the at the end of the week. So for the next week. So it's going to be quarterback this week. That could be tight end next week. It could be running back next week. So I wanted to get some depth at those positions on the waiver wire. Um, I picked up Teddy Bridgewater, dropped Drew Locke. I was pretty excited about that because again, the option of super flex is there. Um, I also made a couple of moves, picked up Tim Patrick um, and Zach Pascal. So um, yeah, sponsors wise, manscaped other side, manscaped um, just, Make sure you guys go out there and do that, Uh, whether you're you're single or whether you have a lady friend. You need to make sure that you're keeping it right, keeping it tight. Over 2 million men have trusted their family jewels to Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, put in Dynasty Dorks, all one word, all capital, 20, and get 20% off and free shipping. And then Underdog Fantasy, I threw it out there today. I'm doing some over and unders, having some fun with it. A little tip. So I, the first time I didn't realize you, ha- you didn't have to pick six. So I went like, boom, 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 pick six. And I hit five and, and missed all my money. But last night I just did smaller. You can pick two. So I picked two, picked two, picked two. And, you know, I made, made all my money back from the weekend. Now I'm starting, starting fresh for this week. So you don't have to go crazy and pick four or five props when you do that. And if you go to underdog and put dynasty dorks, all capital, one word, you'll get an extra $10 with your first deposit. So let's get in to week two. All right. I'm going to blow that up just a little bit. We had, we have, this is this 2019. This isn't going to work. All right. We so yeah, we can try. We're going to pull up a different schedule. I'm just going to go straight to the good old ESPN NFL scoreboard. So we had the game last night. Question We were talking about before the show Taylor Heineke. Every time he looks good, Ryan Fitzpatrick's stock goes down. And everyone was talking about him as like the perfect, you know, quarterback three in your super flex leagues. He's the perfect, you know, bridge quarterback for your contending teams. Are you feeling a little nervous if you have Ryan Fitzpatrick as far as like you're, I want to say leaning on him, but you were, you, had him, you have him as your third or second quarterback in Superflex Leagues.
1: Sorry, I missed that. My house is creaking. I thought it was falling in on me. No, so, you're
0: good. What are you thinking about uh, Fitzpatrick if you have him right now? Do you think he's going get, to get the job back?
1: I don't think so. Um, I think that Taylor Heineke's definitely proven that even he started last year, I was surprised that they went out and signed Brian Fitzpatrick, to be honest. Um, I feel like they're kind of the same quarterback. Uh, Fitzpatrick maybe is a touch better, but Taylor Heineke's shown when he's been put in that he's a gamer. Um, he just goes out there and he does what he has to to win the game. Um, I think Heineke kind of seems like he's going to be able to, unless he starts to falter. You know, what I mean, we've only seen him yeah. for what we saw.
0: Yeah, when saw when the they start getting some tape on and him. Then, it's it's something people fall, fall you know, we, we seen with Nick Mullins. Remember Nick Mullins had that crazy game yeah, and everyone was Bedford. like crazy over him. When, when people get tape on the guy, it's interesting. This was his, you know, his second career start. Um, he's only played, what, nine quarters or ten quarters of football. Um, he looks good. What I, I like about him is that, you know, when Dwayne Haskins was in there, there was a clear um, – dip in every single person on the offense's value. Everybody was just as if Ryan Fitzpatrick was there, if not better. Um, Unless you're an Antonio Gibson owner, you did not like seeing all of the action. Um, People don't realize the Giants, they they lit up a huge run against the Denver Broncos' Melvin Gordon the other day. But minus that 70-yard run, it was a pretty subpar performance between two running backs splitting it. Gibson was bottled up pretty well last night, but the giants are a team that is very leaky when it comes to the PPR uh, or the pass catching running backs. It's something to look forward when you check your, your teams, they're stocky up front. They, they stuff you up the middle, but they can't cover running backs to save their lives. The linebackers, Blake Martinez and company is they're not good at covering running backs and they give up a lot of points to running backs through the air. Um, but yeah, I, everyone on, on a, washington except for antonio gibson had a good night last night
1: yeah i think the guys you are targeting you know logan thomas looked pretty good um terry mclaurin's just quarterback proof i mean that guy is just <laughs> unbelievable it doesn't yeah and that so matchup proof. He performance he, he had my um,
0: boy uh james bradbury and he cooked him a couple times he's last, year, last year last year bradbury had him um he got him a couple times but Last night was not Bradbury's night.
1: He's, he's always done that, though. I, I feel like if I remember, I haven't, like, I don't have this in front of me, but I feel like Terry McLaurin's always at least produced something against top corners. It doesn't matter who it is. He always at least has a couple catches, 30, 40 yards, which for fantasy isn't great, but in, in real life, like he's, he's almost always able to do something. You know, like Cortland Sutton, the top guy we, we could argue for Denver, was shut down, zero catches, zero yards by Bradbury. McLaurin comes out, and I don't know if he was on him for the whole game. Like, I watched it, but I wasn't like, 100% it was sure most how of the game out. But, like, I mean, he he went off last night, and so that guy just it the disrespect has to go away. And I mean, I still think I thought that with Heineke, he was going to be less appealing than Fitzpatrick. Like, he I don't think he was going to finish as a wide receiver one, but what I saw last night, I mean, I don't think that, Oh, uh, yeah, and, and at the at rapport.
0: All. I watched the interview after the game, and they said it was his birthday the day before. And um, Heineke said his birthday present he was going to just pepper him with targets, and he did. He did. Um, for the record, last year uh, Bradbury did shut him down one of the appearances. He had one catch for eleven yards. Um, but other than that, um, last night Bradbury got cooked a couple times. As far as the Giants are concerned, it was good to see some bursts from Saquon. He hit twenty-one miles an hour on that one run. Um, so he still had a lot of negative yards. Um, he still had, you know, he'd still had some trouble, you know, getting, getting through the, the hole. Um, at the end of the day, he had a 41 yard run and he still had less than 41 yards. So there's still some concern. Um, but I think with this little mini bye week um, you should see him start to rise. And I think he is a by low right now. Um, and I think you can go after, after him. Um, and then the Giants line looked a lot better last night with the changes they made. They made two significant changes. Um, unfortunately one of the guards broke his leg, but they, uh, they added a new center and a new guard. So let's get into week two, uh, and talk about the Bengals and the bears. So on the Bengals, who is the the biggest question mark that you're looking at?
1: Tyler Boyd. I I think we had a
0: question about that. Correct?
1: Yeah, there was one on there. Uh, it was Boyd or Brandon Cooks, I think. Um, mm-hmm. but so, yeah, I, I'm curious to see like the usage. Um, Jamar Chase obviously came out and Joe Burrow enjoyed throwing to him and he was making catches that we didn't think he could make because of his preseason woes. Um, but I feel like Boyd is really the third target now. Um, I thought this year he might still hold on. Uh, but Chase definitely came in, and he definitely stepped up. And I think it's Chase and Higgins, and Boyd's kind of that. I don't know if we're going to get what we usually got from him. You know, that that safe PPR floor. I don't know if it's going to be there this year. So I'm a little bit out on him, um, especially in this matchup. I know I think someone commented on there that said that the Bears are pretty easy against slot receivers. I still don't love the matchup for him, um, depending on who he's going up against. Like for example, cooks and Boyd, I'm probably taking Brandon cooks there. Um, Mm -hmm. I just think that Brandon cooks has a better, uh, he's, he's the guy. So for me, I personally, am kind of out on Boyd in that matchup.
0: Um, So this question right here, cooks or Boyd PPR flex. I mean, I'm going, I'm going with cooks. Um, I think he's, he's going to have a tougher matchup. He's going to get, you know, Cleveland Browns are going to give them fits. Um, it's going to be a, a much different game. They're coming off a really tough loss. It's kind of a trap game for them, but I still think they get it right, and they um, they take Cooks out of the game. Watkins, Kirk, or Hines in the flex? I'm going with Hines.
1: Yeah, I think Hines is safe. Uh, full PPR definitely helps him there because um, they have – who are they playing again? I don't know, I know that. I can't think of Who is name. it? I blanked. In Indy, who are they, who are they playing? Uh Indy's Seattle.
0: playing the Rams. Oh, the Rams. Yeah. Oof. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing the Rams, so um it's a tough matchup. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a tough time. I think Hines gets gets used quite a bit.
1: I would probably be I'd be like 60-40 Hines Kirk. It's kind of where I'm at. I feel like I can't trust Christian Kirk right now because he's burned me too many times in the past. Yeah. And like he did score two touchdowns and that was where majority of his points came from um, last week. But yeah, I mean, I would probably lean Heinz. I feel like it's safer. Like you said, I mean, I think Indy's going to have to be throwing to an extent yeah. and they're probably going to be quick because I'm sure that front four is going to get after the non-mobile Carson Wentz at the moment. So I'm going to say Hines might be a good option there. Like you said, they're playing from behind. He's kind of the passing guy. I know Jonathan Taylor sees some work, but I like Naeem Hines. Because especially, too, I saw, I think, Pittman showed up on the injury report, too, today. So he's out, Hines you could see lined up even in the slot. I know they've done that in the past. So,
0: What do you think about Gasicki? Is he a drop?
1: (laughs) Ah, man, I wish I knew that answer, because I have, like, five or six shares of him all over Dynasty. And I have... I can't drop him. Um I'm holding him. I still like his outlook, especially now with the Will Fuller incident that we have no idea about yet and we are anxiously awaiting because blind Brian Flores refused to say whether he was going to return to the team at all this year. Um so Goseki could still see some work. Um I've but seen there that... one week I'm not ready to like dump him. Um it was definitely disappointing, but I Still kind of feel like I have to hold him. He's too talented to just like drop it's
0: the them, Patriots, know? and you know, they, they like to take away certain weapons and you know they may have targeted him. I'm holding, but I did ask the question. And when you guys ask these questions, please put down the format. And then, like for this one, if you're dro- like if you're dropping them, I want to know who you're picking up.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I'm not gonna drop Gesicki for Juwan Johnson. No. I you know, like I wanna know who you're picking up. Are you picking up? You know, um, you know, who are you? You going after Adam Troutman? Are you going after um, Jared Cook? Or or, like, what's the plan? Because it that really is going to make a difference. And who's on your roster?
1: Yeah, dynasty redraft. You know what I mean? Like, it does. It it definitely does help with like more information. Just because all that stuff does matter. Like for me, you know, most of my leagues are dynasty. So for me, I'm holding Gasecki on the basis of like he could be something. It's not like he's it was one week. Like you said, the Patriots are good at taking away things. So it's, you could argue that comment of like, should we drop nausea Harris? You know what I mean? He got shut down. He only scored five points. So like, you know, so it's it's tough, but I get so, it. Jusecki just, it was a disaster.
0: But so just, I know, I know, I know my two. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there for you. Robbie Anderson, Nelson Aguilar, Zach Pascal, Mark Ingram, James Connor, PPR start two.
1: Uh, def- definitely Robbie Anderson. Um, I kind of like the Saints this week. Uh, or the cardinal, or bleh, the Panthers definitely. wide receivers. Um, Lattimore is most likely out, so now that defensive backfield isn't that great. Um, I'm, my sleeper this week is Terrace Marshall, so if you have him, definitely. Oh,
0: him. man, I, I was getting into it with people about Terrace Marshall. I made the mistake of, of saying I, l- I like Terrace Marshall over Cortland Sutton last week, and I got a whole bunch of questions, a whole bunch of heat. I mean, at the end of the day, it was a draw. You should have sat on both, which I said. I would sit them both. I had them both outside of my top 24, had them in the 35, 36 range. Um, but Terrace Marshall had, I, I was so mad. He had a red zone target that was thrown way over his head. And I just was like, that would have just killed it. But he had twice the amount of targets as Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, Zachary said he's worried about Anderson. I'm, I'm a little worried because yeah, like, it does look different, but I, I still think that they're going to be passing the, the ball quite a bit they were you know it was the jets they were up a little bit the saints they might be chasing points and you could see some you know big play from Robbie Anderson i just think he's got the upside but i still like his floor um three targets is his low i'll take it
1: yeah and that um, could have been purely game, game script you know what i mean i feel like depending yeah. on how it works out robbie anderson might see a little bit more and who was
0: work. your second mine was pascal
1: i'm probably going to go Mm. Pascal's tough. I like PPR, it.
0: I like, the, I like Pascal.
1: But the Rams scare me. Um, I think Indy's going to have a real bad night. Um, I'm honestly going to go James Conner. Um, no reason I'm going to go with James Conner. I think that that game's going to be a little bit more high scoring than we think. I think Minnesota and Arizona is going to kind of start to light it up a little bit. And I think Conner might get a little bit more touchdown upside. Um, I'm going to monitor that, though. Zach um, on the basis that I'm definitely probably going to start Pascal if Pittman's out um, just because he's going to be the impromptu, probably one. Um, So that's probably where I'm at. Mark Ingram, I'm out on. I think that was just a fluke game game script. I think in Houston, they're going to be throwing, like you said, Dave, I think that's going to be a tough game for them. So I don't see them being able to run the ball that well. And Nelson Aguilar, I don't love in new England in general. Um, I think that's just like Jacoby Myers and the tight ends after that. I just don't love any of those players really aside from like a flex.
0: So, um, so yeah, we got, got a little bit off track. So I want to go a little bit faster. These, so the Browns, I think the only real question mark is, you know, in your in your one quarter, one quarterback leagues. I'm assuming you're starting Baker.
1: Yeah, I'd probably start Baker.
0: Um, what about Austin Hooper?
1: Um, yeah i'd probably start i I like the browns tight ends i think especially with obj out um i mean you're gonna see landry's gonna get peppered and then i like the tight ends again i think uh you'll see hooper njoku bryant i think they'll all see a decent amount of targets so
0: do you think that they just run all over the texans and don't really air it out that much
1: Mm, yes and no i think i think you'll see a, a decent split um i think until the second half, if they are up enough, then yeah, it's going to be Nick Chubb and Kareem hunt. Just kind of So
0: Donovan peoples. Jones was the one that he played the majority of the snaps with um, OBJ out OBJ as out again. And Anthony Schwartz also had quite a bit um, over Rashad Higgins. Are you interested in DPJ this week?
1: Unless in a deep, deep league. Yeah. But there's other starts that I like, depending on how your roster goes. I mean, if your roster's pretty bad, um, Maybe I um, don't. I don't like him as being like a top twenty-four guy. I mean, like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't like think
0: that. he's a top thirty-six play. Yeah, even previously. that is going to be risky. Um, Texans, if he does
1: he's going to break in the end of the thirties. There,
0: Texans, do you starting Brandon Cooks?
1: Yeah, yeah. What
0: about David Johnson as the third down back?
1: Probably not. I think that they're going to mix that. I don't think he's going to be strictly third down.
0: Super so, flex. Are you starting Tyrod?
1: Yes. Mm, yeah, I think so. I mean, he had a good enough game last week to impromptu allow me to start him, depending on who I, who my other option is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I
0: think he's a borderline top twenty-five. I, I would say that you know if it was him versus, let's just let's go with a few guys. So are you starting uh, Kirk Cousins or Tyra Taylor?
1: Probably Taylor, but it's really close because Zach I don't Wilson.
0: like Cousins Zach Wilson or Taylor.
1: Taylor, Tua, okay. Taylor, Wentz. Taylor Baker Uh, well Baker for sure or Tyrod but those other guys those are bad matchups and I don't think Cleveland's is as bad
0: Mac Jones
1: Mm. yeah I think all those guys are right there so it's like kind of a personal preference Zach Wilson I'm out on Belichick's gonna make his day Hell.
0: Yeah, I'm sitting at one of my sits this week, I hate to say it is Corey Davis. We'll get to that one. Um, Rams, I'm starting everybody on that offense. Daryl Henderson, Matt Stafford, Higby, Cup, Woods. Are you starting Van Jefferson?
1: He's too rich. DFS, maybe.
0: What about the Colts? So we talked about Hines and Pascal. So you're out on Pascal this week. Would you start him as like a, a flex?
1: Yeah, I'd start him as a flex depending on roster construction. Um like I said, I'm monitoring it. If Pittman's out, I'm definitely probably starting him just because he's gonna be one of the few options. So
0: Yeah, and even if he gets, you know, Ramsey, if they're they're not you know, they're gonna allow him to to get that dink and dunk stuff over the the middle, and he might be a good PPR option. So we did last week. Um Bills and Dolphins. Uh the Bills, you know, if, if they would go 0-2. That would be really, really surprising. I think they come out really strong this week. Um, the three receivers that played the most last week were Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, and Stephon Diggs. Does that have something to do with Gabriel Davis' injury, or is that something we should
1: expect? I'd probably expect it. I think they brought in Sanders for a reason. Um, Davis, they, they like to run four wide receiver sets, so... I feel like Davis kind of, you'll see him at times, but he's really their red zone guy. As we saw, he's the one who scored the touchdown. Um, but they, they really like Sanders. Um, Josh Allen really liked them. They targeted him a lot in that game. Um, so I think those are your top three. At the are moment, you, at least. are you
0: starting uh, all three bills receivers this week?
1: Yeah, I probably would. Um, Diggs for sure. Cole Beasley for sure. I feel like those are two blocks all year um, just because Josh Allen loves to dump it off to Cole Beasley. He's like the extension of the run game because they have none. Um, and Sanders is tough because he's just ineffective. I mean, yeah, he had a lot of targets, but he just he dropped a lot. And it, I don't know. What he's about Devin
0: Singletary?
1: In a desperate, desperate situation like a lot of my leagues right now, yeah. Um, he looked pretty good. I feel like he's a he's a for-sure start without Moss in. If they, if they do activate Moss for this game, I'd probably be off him. So that's how I am with them. I feel like no. if, if one's playing, I'm in. If both are playing, I'm kind of out on both of them.
0: Dolphins, are you playing Gesicki? No. Waddle?
1: Yeah, he, he showed enough last week. I think he's going to be pretty good involved without Fuller.
0: Parker? So Fuller is out for the record for everybody. He's out for personal reasons.
1: Parker. Yeah, I think this game could be sneaky. I think it's going to be, it might be a little bit more of a shootout.
0: Patriots and Jets. Are you starting Damian Harris? Do you think he gets put in the doghouse or you go rolling with him?
1: I think he's going to be fine. I think they'll, they'll roll him. Um, If he fumbles again this week, then we'll have some issues. uh But I, Did think I that, see that
0: who was on the injury report.
1: Yeah, he has a hip injury. Um
0: so are you starting up Hunter Henry.
1: I'm gonna see. I'm gonna wait and see the uh situation. I think they brought Hunter Henry in more so as like a impromptu kind of pass catcher and more of a blocker. John who's like the guy they want to target. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and Henry's like been,
0: a Henry's, Henry's a pretty Henry's decent, manager. um Henry's a pretty decent red zone guy
1: as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, when it so for the uh, receivers, you start any of the receivers for the Pats?
1: Jacoby Myers. What um, about James White? I'd start James White.
0: J Rob, J Rob, or Javante Williams.
1: Oof, I'm in on Javante Williams this week. I in my article over at Yards Per, he's one of my starts. Um, I think Jacksonville, they're not great um against the run. Um, I know someone also mentioned that they only gave up three yards per carry last week. However, you're talking about the ageless wonders there in Houston. Um, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon are much better than those three. So I think that this week that they're going to eat both those running backs. Um, So I'm in on it, especially without Jerry Judy. I think that they're going to kind of lean on the run a little bit. They're going to get ahead and you're going to see Javante and Gordon possibly both touching like 20 plus touches. So whether that's through the air or on the ground. So I'm in on them. I think it's a good week for both those guys.
0: Yeah. I'm with it. I can't trust urban Meyer right now. As much as I want to go J Rob, I really do um, too much Carlos Hyde. And like, even in, in a script where they should be passing the ball and J Rob is a great receiving back and, and Hyde is not, they just had Hyde in there. It just made no sense at all what they were doing. Um i I'm, I'm not starting any jets.
1: Any. Yeah. I'm not really in on any of them. Um,
0: I'm even out on Corey Davis this week unless it's I, a third receiver situation yeah. or a flex.
1: Yeah. You start three or five receivers. I'd probably start them. Um, they're going to take them away. Zach Wilson's going to struggle. So it's gonna yeah, be he's going
0: to get the Antonio Brown bracket coverage because he's the only thing on that offense. So 49ers and Eagles, um, Both teams looked really, really good last week. Um, Over or under uh, Trey Lance, how many touchdowns does he have this week? (laughs) One, maybe. Yeah. Um, So kidding, of course. But Elijah Mitchell, he was the hotness for the waiver wire. Um, Some would call him a fab burner, where you spend a bunch of fab on someone and then they poof go away. What are you doing with uh, Trey Sermon right now?
1: holding them um
0: holding I can't ever so start them
1: yeah I can't start them I'm not ready to dump them you start Elijah Mitchell no I also didn't get a lot of them um I'm too worried about this backfield to know exactly what's going to happen um I feel like if I spent 100 or like my entire fab budget on them I'm starting them because that's why you went out and got him um, it's it's not a great matchup. Philadelphia is pretty good against a the run. They showed it to against Atlanta. Um, they gave up a decent a chunks of yardage, but it wasn't terrible. I just, Eliza Mitchell seems more like a Shanahan type running back than Trey Sermon does, but. I don't think any of these guys separate from each other. So I feel like you're going to see Mitchell and you're going to see hasty and you're going to see Sermon and you're going to see a combination of it. Um, if they're all active and. Aside from uh, – Mitchell was decent, but he also had that one big touchdown run that kind of made his total look inflated. Yep. Um, so I'm not, like, over well, this is, uh... I tried to get him, but, like, I wasn't, I wasn't one who spent all my budget, so I didn't get him anywhere. Um, but if you did, I mean, you have to start – I mean, you don't have to start him, but I feel like you went out and did that because you believe in him. So I would say you're probably starting him, but I don't feel great about it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not really in on 49ers running backs. They always seem to have a good running back for you know, a few weeks out of the year, but they don't consistently tie a bunch of games together. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, are you in in or out? And Brandon Ayuk, are you in and out?
1: In or yeah. out? Ayuk, I'm out on. Um, I know the talk has been a little bit better out of practice this week, but I can't risk the goose egg that I got in week one. Um, if I see him go off this week and he's more involved, That's a good thing. I mean, yeah, I might lose my matchup this week, but I got 15 more. And at least now I know he's involved and I can start playing him again. But I don't want to see another zero on my board. So I'm probably sitting him unless, like, I'm choosing between, like, him and, like, Tyrell Williams or somebody, like, really, really, really low. Yeah. Um, But if I have anybody who's decent, like... For example, that list that we had there, Robbie Anderson, Nelson Aguilar, mm-hmm. Pascal, I'd probably start almost all three of them over IU just because I know that they're gonna play and they have a better chance. Mm-hmm. Um it's a dicey situation with him. So I just feel like I'm personally sitting him just because I don't want to see that goose. And you I mean.
0: you have to you have to fire Debo up, right?
1: You have to. I mean, he was it, with what he did last week, he's he's a for sure start.
0: Is Jimmy Garoppolo in your super flex or one quarterbacks? Which, would you start him in either?
1: I'm probably sitting on this week. Um, okay. I don't love the matchup. I liked him last week. Uh, I just don't like it this week.
0: So uh, is Kenny Gainwell worth a flex?
1: I'm sitting there going between it. Um, Myself, I have a good shares of him and I'm probably going to flex him. Um, Definitely ain't starting him in a running back position, but I think he proved that he's, he's going to be a running back two there. So I'm in on it. I think that we saw Sarianni use two running backs in Indy for a long time. So I definitely think I'm in on it. The 49ers gave up a lot of yards to Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. So I think yeah. both, these, both Sanders and
0: – That's where um, I was Gabriel going. Could
1: have a pretty big day.
0: That's where I was going. Devonta Smith, you starting. Is there anyone else other than Goddard? Probably not. Okay, Raiders and Steelers. Peyton Barber, you're starting him, right?
1: Oh, for sure. He's my running back one dynasty. No, <laughs> I'm out. Um, I don't want a Raiders running back Drake. I like, um, as a flex play. Um, but I'm not expecting much. You know what I mean? I'm not expecting him to surprise me with 25 points. Um, I think he'll get 10 to 12 nice little flex play option. Uh, but the Steelers mm-hmm. are tough against the run. Um, so, are you playing any
0: Raiders other than Darren Waller? Are you playing Carr in your Superflex? Are you playing Brian Edwards or Henry Ruggs?
1: I'd play Carr. Um, I thought last week I had him as a sit against Baltimore, and I know they didn't have Marlon Humphreys, but he looked good. The offense looked good. Um, so to me, Baltimore and Pittsburgh are pretty close as far as defense goes. So I'd start Carr. I'd start Waller. Um, Brian Edwards, a little dicey. I'd probably start him as a flex depending on how my roster looked.
0: Yeah, and they, they had Humphreys. It was Marcus Peters they didn't have.
1: Oh, yeah, Marcus did, Peters. I can't. Did
0: you see the play where where uh, Humphreys had the, the pick and he didn't even know it?
1: No, I didn't. Yeah, I, I watched the game, but I kind of, like, fell asleep. I
0: was watching the game, and I'm like, wait a minute. He had a, he just had the ball in his hand and just let it go. Like, he didn't realize the ball bounced off Waller into his, like, lap, and when he Oof. stood up, he, like, still had the it ball, just, and yeah, then it, it fell. Oof, that's rough.
1: I keeps getting those two confused, Humphreys and uh, Peters.
0: Steelers, um, Najee Harris was in 100% of the RB snaps. They had, you know, one goal line drive. That's it. And during that goal line drive, he had two out of three opportunities his way. One was a run, one was a throw. I'm all over him. Please trade for Najee Harris in your redraft leagues. I'm all over him having a big monster week this week. Really? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm not as in on it um i definitely think it'll have a better week i'm just torn as into is that steelers offensive line that bad or did my bills defensive line get that much better yeah because um, they were very bad against the run and i thought Najee harris was going to have a great matchup this week and so either one of two things the bills got that much better or Najee harris is going to be a very overrated fantasy player um so and i'm hoping it's just that the bills got that good so <laughs> Um, I'm just not totally sold on him yet. Um, I feel like you're starting him because of where you drafted him. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a decent matchup it's for, a, for it's me.
0: For bro. me, as as someone that watched, you know, I know you watched this game as well. There was so many opportunities that I, I feel like he was either trying too hard or just nerves. But he had yeah. he had two drops, um, and I feel like you know those those plays right there were you know if he if he would have had those two or three extra catches then that would have made a world of difference, especially the one that was in the red zone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those, those plays right there are worth, you know, almost three carries and he didn't, he, he just didn't bring them in. Um, so I look for them to get him involved. I just really, really um, give me a lot of confidence in him, seeing him on the field for hundred percent of the running back, running back uh, snaps.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, he's the guy. So, do, you
0: want, to start. do you want to – how would you rank Juju, Claypool, and Deontay this week?
1: I feel like Deontay's always the one for me. Um, I think he's the main guy they want to get the ball to. Then I'm going to go Claypool and then Juju.
0: So I don't know what it is, but you can get Carolina Panthers oh. or um, Jacksonville Jaguars tickets for dirt cheap, by the way. $36.23. Um, ESPN, <laughs> hit me up. Um, Saints, Panthers, I'm gonna let you take this over. I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna be right back, Jeremy. So I'm gonna let you run through this one.
1: (laughs) All right. Um, let's see here. So we got Saints. I'm gonna say I would start Jameis Winston. Um, I like him as a start. I am starting Marcus Callaway, Alvin Kamara, obviously. Um, Tony Jones could be a sneaky flex play. Um, But I'm more in on the Panthers this week. Not so much Sam Darnold, but I do like the wide receivers with the lack of Marshawn Lattimore. I think that you're going to see a little bit easier of a time for Sam Darnold to make some throws. I think this game kind of turns into a little bit of a passing game, um, but definitely in on CMC. Uh, Tight ends. Um, I would maybe... I'm probably starting Adam Troutman. He saw the majority of targets if I needed to as a tight end stream, but I'm not sold on that. So I would probably say I'm out on tight ends in this game for anybody who needs that. But yeah, the wide receivers, I think Terrace Marshall could be sneaky play. He should draw a rookie corner. It was a third round corner. I forgot what his name is. Let's check that quick. Um, but either way, Terrace Marshall should have a, has a good chance to have a sleeper type game. I think he could possibly see a touchdown this week. Um, he definitely had the targets the last week to do that. He dealt, like we mentioned earlier, he had doubled up targets on Robbie Anderson. Um but I think that both of those are a sneaky play. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Broncos, Jags, we'll skip ahead to here. Um, or we can wait for Dave and see what he says. <laughs> you're still muted, Dave.
0: I appreciate you holding down the forward. So Yeah, it was a little rough. I don't like um, talking
1: by myself. so I felt You're bad. good. I,
0: I've done <laughs> it. I've done it. So, um. Yeah, Panthers. I think we both like Terrence Marshall as a sleeper, especially in your like DFS kind of stuff. Um, Marcus Call- Callaway. Some people dropped him this week. Um, I, I think he's a buy low target. Do you think he goes out and has a has a good week this week?
1: Uh I mean, he's gonna probably. Um, I feel like he's gonna have a decent week. I think. I'm not totally in on the saints I, i'm trying to i'm very in between on this game whether it's going to be a high scoring game or it's going to be hit the under on yeah the does,
0: does james Winston go out and throw five interceptions and zero touchdowns to even it all up or yeah like, continue I'm, very, path?
1: I'm very on the fence at this like i don't really want any tight ends out of this game i was mentioning while we you were gone like i just don't i don't i don't see them any of them being effective um Obviously, Callaway is probably your best play for the Saints. Um, Maybe Deontay Harris, who had a big game last week. But again, I mean, he only threw for 140 yards, Winston. So he wasn't tested. I think he's going to be tested a little bit more this game. But both these defenses are, like, decent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the Saints are decimated without Lattimore back there. But I like the Panthers' defense. I think they're young. I think they're hungry. I think that front seven's pretty good. So Jace Horn looked decent. So – I think this game might end up being a little bit more low scoring. I think you'll see Camara uh-huh. obviously is a start. I think CMC, um, Tony Jones might get some work. Is this game in Carolina? Yep. Is this- yep. Yeah. At Carolina. Is that rain that I see? Let's say.
0: Um, really. It is. No um, cloudy, but no rain. It is lightning for the Broncos Jags.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think Florida is supposed to be rainy just cause I know for the bills cause they're gone, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not really an nine Kelly. Maybe a flex play. I just, I don't.
0: So I had this one uh, texted to me, Jamar chase, Juju or Kenyan Drake. How would you rank those three for this week? Yep.
1: Chase Juju Drake. It's PPR, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to probably say chase Juju and Drake. It's my guess.
0: All right. So we already talked about the Broncos, Cortland Sutton. Should he have a bounce back week this week?
1: Mm, yes and no. I'm not expecting crazy numbers. I really like the tight ends in this one and the running backs. Um, I think the tight ends will see the most bump from Jerry Judy being out. Jerry Judy kind of covered that intermediate middle of the field area. And that's when Teddy Bridgewater loved to hit him. And I think that's where you're going to see. I saw it. Uh, Albert O and Fant both saw a lot of target value when Judy went down in that uh-huh. Giants game, so I think you could see both of them get used. As honestly, I think they're better benefactors than say Hamler or Tim Patrick. Um, so I think Cortland Sutton's startable, uh, but I don't. I'm not expecting him to wow me this week. So
0: yeah, I I, I picked up Tim Patrick. I think he was one of my top um, pickups this week. I don't know if I would necessarily say he's a smash start. Um, but I think he's definitely someone that I think you can play. And Judy's gone for at least six weeks. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a while. I, I thought he broke his ankle. I'm glad he didn't.
1: Yeah, that's crazy um, he didn't oh, after that review. Like the, when yeah, the replay looked, looked
0: like he broke his ankle. So yeah. LaVisca Chanel, very disappointing. James Robinson, very disappointing. Are you starting them?
1: Yeah, I mean, LaVisca saw, I think, a decent target share. Um, I just – Jaguars looked rough. Um, Trevor Lawrence kind of looked a little dicey. So, and the Broncos defense is much better than Houston's. I,
0: um, I got this question from my buddy Nate was um, Gronkowski or LaVisca full PPR?
1: This week start? Yep. LaVisca. I like Gronk. I just, it was all touchdowns. That's where he got all his points from. So, yeah. Or at least a majority of it. Majority, half, of it. I would say. All
0: right, so let's go to the Vikings and Cardinals. This should be a lot of fireworks in this one. Um, yeah. You can see this game for only fifty-four dollars. Um, so the Vikings, you got Justin Jefferson, you got Adam Thielen. You starting them? Yep. Are you start? You're starting da- Dalvin Cook. You're, you're starting Kirk, Kirk Cousins in a one-one quarterback league.
1: Yeah, depending on how many flexes I have, I would think about it. Um, I'd try not to. I mean, he might have a big week. He definitely has the opportunity. I just, like I said earlier in the show, I've been burned too many times.
0: And then um, KJ Osborne.
1: I would probably start him. Like I said, I mean, it's all roster dependent, but I like Osborne. I think he sees close to five to ten targets. I think just because there's going to be so much passing volume. I think Cook, Edmonds, all these guys, I like all the fantasy options in this week, aside from tight ends. I'm out on them because I just, the Vikings, the, and the Cardinals. eh. So, so yeah. So (laughs) Chase Edmonds
0: was very promising to see what he was able to do um, last week. It wasn't like, you know, huge performance, but he had, you know, 12 carries, which was very promising, considering the amount of um, targets he received and he just out snapped. James Connor. It was not a 50-50 time So I think that's probably good for Connor. Keep him, you know, healthy. Um, and Edmonds, of course, you know, the more he's on the field, the better he is of a fantasy option. Um, and then with the Cardinals, Christian Kirk, monster week. What do what are you doing with Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, AJ Green, all the guys behind Hopkins?
1: I don't love AJ green. I mean, I would hold him in like a deeper league. I'd kind of hang on to him and see what happens, but I think it's Deandre Hopkins. And then they really like Kirk out of the slot. So Kirk tends to have one or two games that he blows up. So if I see it again this week, I'll be a little bit more in on him. Um, Cause he's definitely playing a different position than what he normally played. He played outside last year and I know they were very adamant that he was happy to be moving to the slot. So, this could be what he needed. You know what I mean? This could be a career and he could be this consistent all year.
0: Yeah. This Um, could be this year's fourth year breakout guy. We've had one every year, last couple, um, Falcons and bucks. Mike Evans, is he a wide receiver three?
1: I sadly think I'm going to say yes. Um, there's a lot of good talk about Antonio Brown out of Tampa. He looked good during that game. Tom Brady liked him. I think Godwin's the impromptu one. Um, Antonio Brown's right there. And I think Mike Evans has kind of faded a little off of those guys. And then Gronkowski was really involved. So I feel like he's going to kind of be touchdown dependent. I I don't know if he gets his 1,000 yards this year. Unless Brown fades out or Godwin, one of those two kind of fade.
0: Yeah, he seemed very touchdown-dependent last year, which he did get those touchdowns, but um, that's really where he made a lot of his hay, Um, yardage. And, um, you know, touchdowns were just all big play touchdowns. Um, Falcons, they looked awful, awful, awful. Are they going to be able to handle this Buccaneers front enough for Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, and Mike Davis to be worthy of fantasy starts?
1: I'm sitting Kyle Pitts. Um, I think we saw it last week. Uh, I was a better matchup than this. And it's going to take some time um, for him. He's a tight end. I know we all hoped that he was the unicorn and it wasn't. Um, But also just this offense scares the heck out of me. Uh, Calvin Ridley ended with like nine points. I think, what did he have? Five, four catches.
0: He had eight targets, four catches for like 55 yards.
1: Yeah. And I think three of those were on like the first drive. So that tells you everything. (laughs) Um, Like, I, they're bad i mean I, you got to start kelvin ridley i'm starting him where you drafted him you have to um kyle pitts i'm hoping i had at least secured him with a different tight end that i can stream. um but if you got to start him you got to start him but i'm not feeling good about any of the falcons this week
0: all And right you're playing the bucks defense for sure oh for sure uh, Cowboys and chargers. Um, I think sure Ezekiel Elliott, is it, speaking of, you know, uh, trade, you know, by low candidates, I think ZQ Elliott is a by low candidate. He was on for, you know, 70 snaps last week. He played a lot more than people think, but they just threw the ball so much that he was kind of scripted out of the game.
1: Yeah. He's a really good pass blocker and that's what hurt him. Um, that's why you see Pollard, I think sometimes go out for more routes um, just because he's not as good as Zeke is at that aspect of the game, so I think that he definitely could see some run. Um, I think that this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think you'll see some red-zone touches for Zeke. Hopefully, he can make the guy miss this time. So, I like everybody in this game. To sum it up, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, mean? I like. I think this game is going to be a shootout. I hit. I think they hit what looks like an over a fifty-five right there. Right? Is that what that says? I yeah.
0: Over under is fifty five. Um, I think Jared Cook is a streaming tight end this week.
1: Yeah, I like Jarwin. I like Schultz. I think that with Gallup about, you know, what I mean, Jarwin might see some extra. So,
0: yeah, I think you can stream um Jared Cook this week. Uh, Austin Eckler, I think should get targets, and Mike Williams. All the hype, it was came true on week one. We'll see if it continues, but he was, he was targeted often, and looked great. Um, uh, Justin Herbert had 27 throws at half. So the idea that a new defensive coach is going to come in and kind of pull him back a little bit did not happen. So this is a 55. It's a huge, huge over-under. I think you're going to see a lot of pieces on here. Michael Gallup is not playing is the assumption, or at least he's been, maybe he's been ruled out.
1: He's so IR. the
0: only oh he's on IR so that's the only guy I'm he's not. Done. In. Yeah, is he on short term IR or long term?
1: Uh short term. I think it's four to six weeks. I
0: think he's out. I really hope he goes somewhere and does something next year. Buy him in your in your dynasty leagues. I don't think he stays in Dallas. Um, Titans and Seahawks. Another one. It's gonna be uh, a barn burner. Fifty four. There's so many high scoring games on the
1: slate this week. See, Dar- I think this one hit you hit the under. Yep. I just can't trust Tennessee right now. Yeah, I you would have thought they would have been able to do it against Arizona, and they didn't. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like Arizona's defense is decent, but so is Seattle's. It's not like we're talking about a sh- like a terrible defense here. So I think Seattle puts the points up. I just I I can't trust Tennessee to do much. I, I'm I'm very struggling with Julio Jones this week because I want to start him, but I'm worried that we see the same thing we saw. Last week, you know what I mean? He kind of duds us.
0: Gerald Everett.
1: Another one that I'm, he was a touchdown. You know what I mean? He only saw two targets, two targets, mm-hmm. 20 yards and a touchdown. That's where he got his 12 points. So I'm not sold. Like I'd rather start Janu. If Janu starts, I'm going to start him because he sees that opportunity volume.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but say Gerald Everett first. Versus-
0: Julio Jones. Are you sitting Julio?
1: I'm on the fence at the moment. (laughs) Ask me Sunday.
0: Yeah, I think he's more (laughs) of a flex option than he is a wide receiver, too, at this point.
1: Yeah. I just – he only had five points last week, and, like, it's tough to trust this – like I said, to trust this offense. Are we going to see the good Titans, or are we going to see last week's Titans? And
0: and we saw this. So, I mean, I just want to put this out there for everybody. You know, don't overreact to week one. We saw this last year, a lot of underperformers week one last year because people – are rusty they do not mm-hmm. play in in the preseason pretty much at all and you saw a lot of rust and then people took off last year fantasy pros went through all of the week one waiver wire targets and only one of them robbie anderson was the only one that stuck true throughout the entire season and the list of names on that list was hysterical to go through because you're remembering oh man yeah i remember spending you know, $50 fab on this guy. I mean, it people went crazy.
1: I'm surprised that, j Rob wasn't on that list. Or was he pre-week one? Is that why? He was
0: pre-week probably- one. I think people, he got announced as a starter because Fournette was dropped like two weeks before the season.
1: Yeah, you're right. It probably was
0: pre-week one. Chiefs Ravens, start everybody. <laughs> Done, right?
1: Yeah, except for the right. So red. this is
0: perfect. I actually had a question. So we had a guy and I don't know... A, I'm gonna assume that he doesn't. That he knows that that y- your fab is not weekly. It is is for the entire season. He spent $100 of his $100 budget on Tyson Williams.
1: I I mean I saw people do it with Elijah Mitchell this last week.
0: <laughs> so um, he's cuckoo for cocoa puffs, in my opinion.
1: Um,
0: and and I think I think Latavius Murray is gonna. Is, is has a good chance of taking that job. If he blocks for Lamar Jackson like he did the other night, he's not gonna hold on to that job. At least he's not
1: gonna hold on to um, you know, any type of passing down work. Yeah, Tyson Williams is interesting. Um he was another one. He had a big run and then he didn't get used. Um had he not had that big fourth down run for a touchdown, he would not have been relevant for fantasy. So I'm a, I think this is another messy situation. Um, I think Devonte Freeman obviously got activated today, so they believe in him enough to bring him up. And I don't think Devante Freeman and Murray are going to play special teams where Tyson Williams has. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but if you're a head coach and you see that, okay, Tyson Williams, isn't that much better than Murray and Freeman. Maybe they play him on special teams. Um, he looked good. I'm not saying he didn't. He definitely looked good in that game. So, it's just it's sticky, and I'm I'm not sold. If Tyson Williams comes out and he plays a good chunk, forty percent of these snaps, then I'm then I'll be in on him. I think he can stick. But if Freeman and Murray kind of start pushing on him, I'm a little worried. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm still playing him. I think you could play him this week. Um, I do I do think you can play him as as a as a solid RB2, but I do think his ceiling is gonna be capped. It's gonna be more of a one A, one B with with Latavius Murray. And Latavius Murray as he gets more acclimated to this offense, it, it could be a situation where he ends up being the B to Murray's A, if you know it comes down to Murray being the the better pass blocker, the goal line back, those kind of things.
1: Yeah, I think Murray might end up holding like, the most value because of those things, especially in PPR. Like, yeah, I, I think so. I don't so. see Tyson Williams like, becoming this great blocker all of a sudden. Where I Murray would, and would, Freeman can, so it's kind of like...
0: Yeah, I would encourage people to... I mean, if you have both, that's great. But if you can acquire Latavius Murray, I would acquire him over Tyson Williams. I think he's going to be cheaper, and I think you're going to get more bang for your buck.
1: Yeah, definitely long-term.
0: Chiefs, um the only question would be Miko Hardman.
1: I'm, not, I'm over with him. Um, him. <laughs> so,
0: Matt Patrick Mahomes, uh, you starting him in the two quarterback
1: leagues? I'd think about it.
0: All right. <laughs> um, Lions and Packers. Lions came, made a massive comeback last week. Your boy Quintez Cephas looked pretty good at the end of the game. At the end. The number one, the number who is the number one, who is the target leader for the Detroit Lions?
1: DeAndre Swift.
0: Maybe it was out of the receivers.
1: Oh, uh, I believe it was it was Khalif Raymond, yeah, Khalif,
0: Khalif Raymond. He was a
1: waiver wire target last year. Yeah, so those couple big games.
0: Yep. So, um, they, you know, everyone talked about Amon Ross St. Brown, Tyrell Williams, Rashad Perryman, and it ended up being,
1: <laughs> it ended up being the guy that no one talked about, also. Leaf
0: <laughs> Raymond. Um, Rashad Perryman is on the, um, Ray- Bears now. Bears. And Tyrell Williams, was he playing or is he hurt?
1: He's got a concussion. I think they said most likely he's out. I don't know if they've ruled him out f- officially, but I think it looks like he's going to be.
0: So, TJ Hawkinson, I think, has a good game. Um, I think you can play Swift. You probably can can play Williams as well.
1: Revenge game, baby.
0: Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think Jared Goff is going to put up three touchdowns at 338 yards. I'm sitting I mean, him.
1: He put, like, the three touchdowns up in the last four minutes of that game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like It was like the 49ers sat back and thought, oh, the game's over. And then all of a sudden it was, like, a comeback yeah. mounted. And that's where he, you saw a lot of the points from that game for the Lions. i think
0: the packers bounce back at home in a big way
1: oh, this could be a massacre
0: yeah i think they cover that 11 and a half point spread with a you know a 24 point whoop down yeah especially on. without
1: a, a cuda there for the lions like i think Devontae adams eats i think robert Tunyon could be sneaky um
0: Aaron Jones. Aaron
1: Jones, I think, straightens it back out. I think you just this a could lot
0: of... this could be an AJ Dillon game when you you know
1: when they're up yeah, they get up a lot they Even get up Tyler a lot Hill, you could see some run
0: yeah I could I could see AJ Dillon being somebody that gets a, a sneaky um, you know twelve to fifteen carries in this game because they're up they're up so so much
1: mm-hmm. I like that take
0: so um so yeah we went through all of them. This was, uh, you know, this is this is a much higher, this is a much higher uh, point total than last week in regards to the games. Um, There's a lot more games that are over 45 or over 50 points this week, Um, and uh, I I I think a lot of them are going to hit.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I think. uh, Yeah, I mean, I think Dallas, uh, LA, definitely does. What was the other ones? I, I don't know if Pitt and Indy does. I think that one might end up being a little bit more low scoring than we think. Um, I think Cincinnati, Minnesota might hit the over, I think.
0: Cincinnati and Bears. And then oh, Minnesota. yeah, Cincinnati,
1: Bears, Minnesota, and Arizona, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the so. Minnesota and Arizona as someone that I'm targeting. So um, just to say one, one last thing. So, so Sunday morning I'll be doing a live stream for NFT Draft. For those of you that don't know what NFT Draft is, it's basically Pokemon and magic uh, and, and fantasy all combined. You are buying packs of cards and then you are setting a lineup based on the cards you own and joining these tournaments. Um, so you're gonna play your you know Pokemon, you're gonna play your Christian McCaffrey, your squirtle card and he's gonna be it's a 20 point card but you're also going to try to find some values in these five and six point cards. Like LaVisca, his card is eight points right now. So you can play LaVisca for a value. You know, you can play um, Kyler Murray at 18 points instead of going with a 20 point Josh Allen or a 20 point Patrick Mahomes. So you, you put together a lineup, you join these tournaments and you can win a bunch of money. So if you want to follow me for some, uh, some NFT draft stuff, you can follow me on, on my YouTube. Or you can go to nftdraft.io, um, the website, and nftdraft.io on YouTube. So, Jeremy, I don't know if you've got in on that yet, but it is pretty I fun. Not.
1: I have not. It sounds fun. Um, currently, at the moment, I have enough fantasy leagues to make me rip my hair out. Um, yeah, so I, might, I know. I might, sit uh, this, I might sit this one out this year. So doing but, a, uh,
0: doing a, a two-hour live stream before the 1 o'clock games. Yeah, what, it was a struggle. Was a struggle before, yeah. um, before I did that, and uh, you know. But we'll be doing it again this week, so check it out. Um, any parting words? Any guys you want to throw out there before we uh, before we leave?
1: Um, no, like I think we covered everybody. I wanted.
0: To hey, sure when, Tariff, when Terrace Marshall me. goes off this week or next week, I got, the receipts. We, I got we want some love. We want yeah. some love. I got a miracle out
1: there. I'll I'll, I'll just tag it on it. See, told you. All right. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) All right, fam. Everyone have a great weekend.